Welcome to the Motivate, Lead and Inspire podcast. My name is Hakeem Mr Impact and in these episodes we discuss the relevant challenges facing young people in the UK which I initially aired on my Thursday evening radio show on colourfulradio.com. Be sure to visit www.facebook.com forward slash Hakeem Mr Impact, that's MR for Mr, where you'll find the rest of my podcasts. Have a great day. Let's talk and see if we can um, kind of like establish some things. So my kind of thing was young people. Are they under too much pressure right now to produce academically? Or looking at it from another angle, are parents exerting too much pressure where parents are trying to live their dream maybe through their young people? And what I mean by that is maybe they want them to be a doctor, a lawyer. I don't know what these high-end professions are now, investment bankers. And yet the young people maybe want a bit more of a portfolio career. They want to be artists, maybe designers, start their own business. So it's just really interesting to have um, three young people in the um, studio um, to find out their thoughts. So I'm going to start with you, Angel. Um, tell us what you're up to since obviously you've you left school. Um, what have you been doing? So I've been studying at Kingston, doing um, a graphic design course, which is like a BTEC diploma. Mm-hmm. And that's been like two years. So you just literally get into the art and design side and you're just really just kind of getting to know like what kind of category you want to go through. Yeah. So there's like ceramics, print work or like textiles or graphics. Mm -hmm. So I went down the graphics route. Right. And yeah, I'm just really just doing graphics and I'm on my last year studying um, the BTEC diploma. So... In terms of you going down the graphics route, what, what's the what's the end game? Where where do you see yourself in the next few years? What would you like to be doing? Well, hopefully, hopefully, um, yes, I'll be making my own type of logos, advertisement, mm-hmm. going into more of like different companies, the high end, and just showing them more of my work and just kind of getting to know the industry a bit more. So you got it all mapped out, have you? <laughs> yeah, hopefully. amazing. <laughs> okay, um, so in terms of um, that process. Um, you know, I've met your mom on many occasions. Did you feel you were under pressure to achieve from home life or was there even any pressure from your school, Chelsea Academy? Yeah. Picking up Chelsea Academy, they're getting props, I don't know why. But anyway, um, but yeah, t- tell us that process. Has it been a tough process? For me, I'm lucky that my mom, she's very supportive. So I don't have to like kind of rush into any other subject. But um, I felt like maybe with the side of school, because I was in a sixth form, which was mostly like academic and like English, math, science, it kind of was kind of hard to go out of that environment to somewhere mm. else. Yeah. So going to Kingston was very different. Like a college compared to a sixth form, it's like you're like you're in the big world. Like yep. you've got to come in on your own time and like you've got to be there on time. Yeah. So yeah, that was the only really big pressure that I had when I was in Chelsea Academy. But do you feel that your friends in general, um, like? Uh, do you have any friends who are really like close to you who um yeah. who are struggling in regards to the pressure coming in from maybe uh family members and then them actually sorting out in their mind what they want yeah. to do yeah um when it comes to most of my friends because some of them st- did stay at chelsea academy mm. and a lot of them they have gone down to the side where they might want to do like childcare or right. like working with kids so kind of being in that field where they kind of 
one of my friends she wants to do so um sociology and fine art so i feel like because it's an academic school she's had to kind of just go through the sociology mm. but she mm. hasn't been able to like see the artistic side mm. so yeah maybe she has been a bit more pressured towards that side and she hasn't really seen to the best of qualities of her art side that she might have had mm. okay but, yeah i'm gonna come back to you but we're gonna move on to bethany gabocho ivory coast in the house she's laughing make sure you bring the um yeah, um, I know we've had lots of conversations because we met through dance, obviously, and there's a bit of a contention at the moment um, in terms of what you want to do. But um, tell us a little bit about your story. Uh, so I study A-levels at Westminster Kingsway. I do English literature, psychology and business studies. Um, I'm finding it OK in terms of like content and studying and stuff, but it is quite stressful because it is... They are content-heavy subjects, and A-levels are a hard course. So. Okay. Um, when you say, say, did you use the word stress? You say stressful. <laughs> yeah, you know me, I'm anti-stressful. <laughs> I always use the word challenged. But um, why is it challenging for you? There's a lot of pressure in terms of, like, if you don't pass, then you can't move on. Like, I'm in first year. If you don't pass... The mocks that we do this year, we can't move on to second year. And if you don't pass your A-levels, then you can't really get to a very good university. Right. So there's a lot of pressure to like do well in them. So it's kind of stressful. But here's the thing, though. Is that the, is that the, the key to success now? High academic uh, results, Dion. Is that the key now? If, if you don't get... You know I'm playing devil's yeah, advocate, yeah. right? Because yeah, yeah. there's some people who have earned a lot of money yeah. and they've not been educated. So what is the what is the guide now? What what, what do we do? What do we advise young people yeah. in terms of move, moving forward? Like, do we say you better do really well, get A grades, and so I don't know. Tell I me. mean, I think it's I think it's twofold. I mean, one of the things that the the government did in the last few years is to change the academic system. So every young person now is measured against the progress that mm. they make. Mm. So they are set targets mm. in key stage two. So mm. from primary school to secondary school, mm. and every child is mapped against those targets all the way through secondary school. So for example, if you got a level four when you came into secondary school, mm. then the expectation is that you might get a level six or seven and by the time you finish. So it's not that we are comparing young people with other young people. It's what can that young person achieve for themselves. So I think that there is a bit of an understanding Understanding that it's not about competition it's about what can that young person do to do well I think equally you know as academics and also as parents we want our children to do more far better than we did and so I can understand when a parent says you know what I really want you to do this this mm. and this because actually I didn't achieve that and therefore right. I want you to do so much better but also I think I mentioned before that education sort of challenges young people from primary school mm. but also what we're doing is there's two types of curriculum there's the academic curriculum and there's the hidden curriculum mm. and the hidden curriculum is about developing that resilience it's about developing those skills that are going to help you in life because if you think that life is challenging now wait till you get mm. a little bit older where mm. there's other things that happen where you've got that responsibility and mm. so you are being prepared for that life later on yeah but still like um Okay, so let's let's be a bit more explicit. Um, someone who wants to go into the arts, someone who wants to be a dancer, who's um, been told by their parents, no way, that can't happen. Is this a good thing or a bad thing? Nana, is it a good thing or a bad thing? Well, I think that every parent wants what is best for their child, but at the same time, what a parent wants for their child shouldn't compromise what the child believes that 
they can do, as in how they can utilize their own talents to benefit themselves and to enjoy life the way they want to. But um, I think it's not, a parent says what they say with good intention out of love, but it shouldn't be to the point where it actually makes the child upset or feel hopeless in what they can achieve in the future. But what if, like Dion was saying, that they want you to do better than maybe what they did? Yeah, because yeah, you have to remember, if we look at our generations who've come over, you know, they've they've paved the way, they've worked really hard to allow us to have these opportunities. So you can understand, I know I'm flitting and I'm being devil's advocate kind of thing, but how do we get the balance between, like, for example, me, my story, um, you know, Nigerian background, um, supposed to be a, at least a doctor or something like that, went to university, studied biological science, got a degree. Now I'm what? CEO of two dance companies in the arts, mm. you know, my own radio station, British Council Ambassador, mm. all arts based and I'm living life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah? yeah. I don't feel like I wake up in the morning and I work, even though I do work, yeah. but I don't see it as work. I see it as purpose. I see it as this is my calling. How do we encourage young people to find their calling and their responsibility or their 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 place in this universe so to speak how do how do we encourage that how do we find that because i know there's loads of people who it's funny who graduated at the same time as me and you know they got first class honors and they went into investment banking and they did all these amazing things when you say amazing you look at them in terms of how much they're earning and stuff like that but i know a lot of them now 15 20 years on they're not happy yeah yeah, I mean, I think there's so, still like, tunnel vision now, Hakeem. So there's lots of people who, there's only a certain amount of careers that people know about. I was, I wanted to be a dancer when I was 15 and my parents said, go to college right. and study because you're academic and do well. And so it's no different from the journey that you, you mm. guys are talking about now. Mm. But also there's only a certain amount of careers that people will talk about. Right. But actually owning your own business and running your own business was not something that was discussed at school where it's a real opportunity now. I mean, you can actually be prime minister. That mm. wasn't something that was discussed in my day. So I think mm. the opportunities are endless. And I mm. think that p- parents nowadays are probably more open to the fact that there's a, a wider range of opportunities that you can access. And it's not just about lawyer, doctor um, or teacher. And what about in terms of um, portfolio careers? What do you guys feel about portfolio careers? Are you guys kind of with me in terms of yeah. portfolio careers? What do you think about a portfolio career, Angel? I think in a way it's kind of good for people which can't really do like the theory type of side and more practical. Mm. So um, I don't know if, if you like drawing or something like a portfolio might be good for you rather than someone that might be doing like, um, I don't know, childcare or soci- uh, sociology as well. They might not want to do like a mm. portfolio because it might not work for them. Yeah. But within handing it into jobs, it's much more easier because they can see visually what you can do. Mm rather than having to read something. But yeah, I think portfolios does work out good if you want to go into that field where it's like the design side. Yeah, just to clarify, I mean, I know because you are specifically in, there's portfolio in terms of, I know you're in graphics and that you having yeah. your portfolio of work is one thing. Yeah. And I agree with you on that. But I also, just to clarify, I mean, portfolio career now means that you don't just do one thing. You oh, jump okay. from, you jump from, um, what, so, so I have a portfolio career. Radio oh, presenter, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, doing some mentoring one day, teaching another day, choreographing. Yeah. So what I'm basically saying is you have multi-skills. Oh, yeah. Um, how do you, you guys feel about multi-skills moving forward? Nana? Um, a way to be able to 
have multi skills and utilize them in all sectors possible. I believe a key part of that is to have self motivation and self drive. Because if you don't have that, then you, you're kind of lethargic to be able to achieve all things at the same time or go around and like try different things. But that's great. But how do you get skilled up? How do you get different skills? If people tell you to concentrate on one thing, how do you get different skills? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like if you're just focused on, oh, okay, I'm going to be a chemist or if I'm focused on just fine art or if I'm just focused on whatever it is, graphics, how then do you go into an environment where actually you're doing graphics uh, 20 hours of the week? but you need to make up the other 20 hours of the week income with something completely different. How, how, how are we changing people's mentality and the way things are being f- pushed out there? Cause I do believe that, you know, the days of back in our day, you know, people stay in a job 20 years to get yeah. a gold watch and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. Do you know what I mean? No disrespect to people have done that because people have worked really, really hard, but I think those days are evaporating. I don't know how you guys feel. So how do we gear each other each other up hold that thought for a minute because one of the other things i asked you young people to do was to provide me with a track that's inspiring you right now so question bethany you're gonna go uni yes why mostly because Ooh, deep breath. <laughs> I'm not sure, I'm you know not when you, sure you know when your lip stem is just like a bit dry and you're like going what shall i say um, yeah um, i hope mum's not listening anyway go on <laughs> i'm not sure what i want to do yet in terms of like my career but i've always had this idea of me going to university not because of influence from my parents or other people but generally i just want to go to university why i don't know you don't know you want to rave in it <laughs> you want to let your hair down in it <laughs> I think I just want to experience, I want to experience university and that independence as well. Okay. Okay, you need the independence. What about you, Nana, hiding behind that screen there? Well, the first time that I thought about university was only because my family was saying how essential it is and how important it is to learn as much as you can um, to be successful. But... Um, then I went to school and I asked what my friends thought about uni and then some of them are like, nah fam, I can't do uni, <laughs> nah, um, it's not me. Why? Come on, why? They didn't actually give reasons, that's the thing. I think most of them just said that it was too long and I think that's because of just le- lack of self-motivation and I don't think they know what they want to do. Mm. But now um, I think I do want to go to uni because of what I want to do in the future. I'm trying to like get involved in like law, justice system type of thing. Cause um, I think that I could, I could do something about it if I really, really tried really, really hard. Do you think you can change the justice system? I could add anything is possible. Oh, of course. Divine yeah. intervention. Yeah. So, it's interesting. No one has said anything about the financial implications of going to university. Jude, do you want to say anything? Dion? Yeah. I mean, some of my students will say we're not going because it costs too much money. And you know, I always say to them, it's an investment. And sometimes you do have to invest in courses. I believe it's an investment. I believe it was an investment for me. Right. And I know that I, you know, I came out with a lot of debt because I lived in London. I wasn't with my family. I had to um, support myself also through uni Mm. and also through a postgraduate diploma. And so I came. I was like fifteen thousand pound or more in debt. But it paid off. You come out with more than that now, don't you? Yeah, definitely now. But I paid. I paid off the money, and I see it as an investment. I mean, there's there's certain jobs that I can get now that maybe my friends without a degree degree 
or postgraduate diploma can't get, especially in education. Right. So I think see it as an investment, a worthy investment, mm. if that's what you want to do. But as you said, there's so many other things you can do an apprenticeship or you can get an internship and work your way up that way. So it's not a must nowadays. We are here and Miss Jude, I know I always call you Miss Jude, Dion. You said something really interesting in the break, on that musical break. What were you What were you talking about? Tell us. Yeah, I'm just saying that I'm really inspired by your musical choices as, as young people. And also, you know, you spoke about, Angel, you spoke about the, mu- the, the song um, being played and you watching the world go by. And you also spoke about happiness as well. I'm just thinking in my day as young, when we were young, we never really spoke about being happy. Um, you know, we're talking about careers, we're talking about success, we're talking about money. But in my day, I don't remember as a young person thinking, I just want to be happy. And I think it's really encouraging that that is a, an aspiration or just something that you strive for. Um, I think with social media and mobile phones, I was saying the other day that maybe we need to teach young people just to be present. Mm. And I think what I'm seeing today is some young people that are able to do that. And I think that's a beautiful thing. I would love to work with Google. All right. Interesting. Like, they have so many different people like within their company. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so then go through to the top dog and then hopefully work my own way to making my own company and then working so you're through looking that. to have your own company, yeah. be, be Angelina <laughs> Lawal, CEO. Is that right for... CEO? Yes. Yeah, CEO, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know if, you know, you've got to be PC these days, you <laughs> yeah, know, for yeah, women, there yeah, might be something yeah. different. Like, yeah. I don't know. Um, Beth. Wagwan. Wagwan. For me, because I don't really know what I want to do right now, hopefully within the next couple of months, I find my calling basically, like what I feel like would be for me. And then probably do really well in my A-levels and then find a good university for me. And then after that, uh, find a position in whatever I choose. What's that? I'm not sure yet. You're not sure? Okay, you're going to keep it open. Okay. Nana, would you be a jollof rice cooker? <laughs> no. For the sake of the controversy, no. But what I would think that would really help is that I should be able to understand what to absorb and deflect in terms of influence so that I'll be able to like build myself up and become something like as best as I can and set the boundaries high for myself Mm. so that I have really high aims because if you know you just settle down for less and you you work on the surface you won't really get anywhere you won't really be seen for what you do so I think yeah that those are really important parts of great success Mm. Yeah, I think just one of the key things for me is what you're passionate about. I speak to lots of people who talk about, I need to find my purpose. Choose a purpose. What is it that you really? are passionate? Yeah, absolutely. I speak oh, passion and purpose. See, for passion me, passion and purpose. I think, mm. me personally, I think they're different. A, you yeah. can have a passion to do something or want to be something. Yeah. But I think your actual purpose, this is getting quite deep now, yeah. is something that you discover over time. Yeah, I mean, because I, you might have a passion. For example, I have a passion. I like I have a passion in football, and yeah. rugby, and there's other things. Passion for jazz music. Yeah, but it's not my purpose. Do you see what I'm saying? Not yeah. trying to contradict yeah. what you're saying or try and belittle what you're saying, but mm. it's just interesting you're using those two different words. But yeah, I I, I do feel mm. you still. The reason that I say that is that I've, I've coached a lot of women who are in their thirties, going on to their forties, and they're still looking for their purpose. Yes, and I'm like, what are you passionate about? And rather than trying to find your purpose, choose one. So you think passion 
could unlock purpose. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, so you absolutely. don't necessarily think your passion could be your purpose, but it could unlock purpose. Definitely. So my purpose. You see that one there? Like <laughs> yeah. That one, very you know? good. Hakeem. Passion well unlock unlock purpose. All the P's in Anyway, go on. So my purpose, I believe, is to assist individuals to achieve their true potential mm. using their internal resources. Mm. And so that is about this, how ladies? do you use, yeah. how do you get a card mind, afterwards, how yeah. do you use your heart yep. to assist you to achieve whatever it is that you want in life. Mm. But mm. then my passion is about working with young people. Right. But there's definitely a connection there. But if you can't find this purpose, choose one. Um, does anyone want to just like add anything just to end this um, whole kind of like um question about pressure anybody want to add anything i think the key thing that i've got from this is that yes academic life can be quite pressuring however what else can you learn from that journey so we spoke earlier about dance and that dance isn't just about shaking a leg moving your hands and your head etc um it's also about the skills that you learn that can help you develop as a person and i think that academic life is exactly the same so as you are challenged as you are struggling as you feel pressured what can you learn from that experience that can enable you in later life well what else can i say that was so succinct to the point ladies young ladies is there anything you wanted to add beth you're looking kind of still recovering from the official official <laughs> girl kind of thing i know that chin i know that chin yeah is there anything you want to add before we bid you farewell for this evening um i'd say with pressure as a student find something that um helps you relieve that pressure because sometimes people can develop like anxiety things like anxiety and like really get really stressed about things like school but just find something that can be your release so for me it's dance and music as well so it helps me to cope with like the challenging aspects of school. What about you, Angel? Yeah, I agree with her. Just find something that you want to do in your like time where you have free time. Just kind of sometimes even just go away from social media and just spend time with family and friends and like just see what type of things you like doing in your spare time. And then hopefully you'll find something that you'd want to go towards in your career. Mm. And finally, Nana. Well, I want all the kids to know that educate so what are you then kids uh, i'm a young adult okay <laughs> all right Lord have mercy anyway <laughs> mum if you're listening at home man you've seriously got some Hi, handful of ghanaian energy <laughs> yeah <laughs> no but i just wanted to say that education is knowledge and knowledge is power so Always try your best in everything you do and just live your best life. That's what it's about. Hashtag live your best life.